This episode is brought to you by Red Riding Hood, the manga-inspired take on the classic fairy tale for readers grades K through 2, written by Christina Oxtra. In Red Riding Hood, readers review the classic story in a brand new way, with twists in the story, more diverse characters, and featuring Japanese aesthetics incorporated throughout. Red Riding Hood is part of a series published by Capstone and written by various artists with unique takes on your childhood favorites. Look out for Red Riding Hood, available on Amazon and your local bookstores. Congratulations, Christine, on your first published book. The link is in the show description. Once again, uh, once again, PS Crossroads is off to a phenomenal start. <laughs> so, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Crossroads PlayStation Podcast, the po- Crossroads Podcast, the PlayStation Voice of Boss Rush Games. I am your host, Laron Dawkins, here, and I am joined by the one, the only Nelly. Cheers. <laughs> and uh, and also joining us, uh, you know, you love him. From Land Party, it's Logan. I didn't bring my lotion this week, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. We we brought the sandpaper this week. <laughs> he hates that Xbox Bethesda so much. He brought a sandpaper this week. Well, sp- yeah. well, sp- he's gonna torture himself. <laughs> well, speaking of, well, speaking of, uh, of of loving things, like we love this guy so much, he is now a permanent member of the panel. Welcome, everybody, Austin. What's up? What What's up, people? All right. So, how's your How's everybody's week been? Are we Are we still Are we still uh, Are we still salty about things? I'm still salty about things. Like, I still don't have my PlayStation Five pre order. I still don't have my 3080 graphics card, and um, and I didn't even want to shoot my shot with the Xbox. Out of all the flavors, you decide to be salty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, trust me, I'm. I love trust, you, me, trust me, I'm so salty. I'm so salty right now. I am bloated from all the water retention. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, I still have my PS Vita, so who needs a PS Five? Who needs an Xbox One X? Hey, 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 exactly. <laughs> this little thing right here does not get enough love. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, you know, well, despite the fact some of you love us with a freaking $200 memory card, you know, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't like to mention that. I don't like to mention how much I paid for a 64 hey, that's, gig hey, that's why I, that's, that's why I jailbroke mine, that's all. <laughs> Oh. Joe broke mine. Joe broke mine. Use a use a one twenty uh two fifty six uh SD card for the memory. Mm. See, I thought about getting another one just to jailbreak it and have the other one non jailbroken just in case. I thought about that, but I didn't. But uh, but it's hard to find a first gen uh, PS Vita, and that's the one I want. Yeah. I don't want the I don't want the I don't want the 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 redone the redesign. You don't want the blue one. You don't want the orange one. I like the colors. Well, not maybe not. Well, yeah. the orange one. The orange one looked kind of good, but I, I like the yeah. colors. But I, if it's not if it's not the white one, which is like a Japan exclusive, I was only I'm only yeah. gonna get the black one. Yeah. yeah. I want the all white one. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, Nelly, what's 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 your week been like? How you been? I know you studying, hitting them books. Yeah. Mm. Crazy you, uh, enough, I'm doing that right now. 
That's you, uh, everybody. <laughs> you, 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 you chop a, a professor in the, in the throat this week? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always judo chop. I wanted you, to like come on. Nelly's professor just like, entered the chat. By the way, he might want. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one it is though. <laughs> I got four different ones. <laughs> and Logan, and Logan, are you still riding the waves from that from from that land party po- uh, podcast from Monday? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 been a great week. I finally beat Avengers this weekend. Let me tell oh. y'all. Uh, oh, 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 and lo and behold, we're going to talk about Avengers a little bit later. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've been playing another game, too. Um, that, that makes my heart skip a beat. Is it WWE a PlayStation 2K game? Battle oh, WWE okay. 2 mm. Okay, it is on PlayStation. It, okay. is, it is so over-the-toply awesome. Like, there's a review coming out. I think I made it for Friday. Like, I'm in the middle of writing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so over-the-top and just awesome and bizarre. And, yeah, it's, it's just perfect. All right, so let's go ahead and do, let's go ahead and do some housekeeping because we have a big show for for the for our, our fans and audience tonight. All right, so Crossroads is a PlayStation podcast here on Boss Rush Games, where each week we are live here on Twitch.tv Twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Games Live. I swear, I'm always going to tongue tie that for some strange reason. Uh, we come together to bring you the latest news, rumors, discussions, and games in the world of PlayStation. If you can't join us live, you can head on over to uh, YouTube.com slash Boss Rush Games. Or your favorite podcast service every Thursday to listen to the show. Remember, do us a favor because we need it. We love it. We 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 want you to do it. To like, share, rate, and review us wherever you consume our show, and check out our family of podcasts and all of our content, which I will do a small recap of uh, all this all the shows available to us from BossRushGames.com. All right, so you guys excited? Oh yeah, I am. You guys, the best day of the week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, well, well. Thursday last week was not the best day of the week for a lot of people. Like, I just, <laughs> l- like Logan got Logan got lucky, but I think the rest of us on the panel were shut down Thursday night. Uh, and Sony had and Sony has issued an apology for the pre order fiasco. So uh, let's let's go ahead and unpack this uh, right now. So. I said it in chat earlier or earlier today when we're when we're getting when we're getting our notes ready for this. Uh, bots, bots everywhere, just bots. What in the world? I mean, I mean, how can you compete? How how can you compete with 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 the automated version of the internet? How do you compete yeah. with that? You can't. Um, two two factor authentication would have been a great thing on these pre-orders. Yes. Um, yeah, those traffic like the, signs didn't do their job. Yeah, <laughs> the traffic signs and two-factor <laughs> authentication, I think, would have been the perfect thing of like, hey, are are you actually human? Send a text code to your phone, click the link, and then that confirms your um, thing. It, it was rough. It was a very, very rough pre-order process. <laughs> I got guys- really freaking lucky. If uh, if you guys were were paying attention to last Thursday's bonus show when we uh, when we did the uh, the when we did the uh, actually it was Wednesday's uh, bonus show when we did the PlayStation the the price event and all that stuff, yeah. uh, you saw a lot of us. We were we were actually live on the on on the show during the show. Like we're like, hey, the, the pre orders are up, and we were all scrambling to get pre orders. And and Logan, you got yours through Walmart, right? Yeah, I got mine through Walmart. Got a digital one, uh-huh. um, and it still shows confirmed because mm. Walmart has been dropping them. And 
I did not get a backup one. Um, I know Corey was able to snag two Xboxes, and I'm like, that would have been a smarter idea for me to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm gonna my... I'm gonna chime in here real quick. I am here. I'm not really part of the show, but I did. <laughs> Logan said I did get two Xboxes. I did that because well, I had like an army of people trying to pre-order the Xbox for me today while I was at work, and I was also trying to pre-order it while I was at work. Uh, Target crashed on me like 47 times, and mm. my wife couldn't get into Best Buy because they didn't go up right away. And, uh, yeah, my mom, of all people, the most mm. technologically savvy person in our on our in our family, let me, let me tell you, she ended up getting it to go through on Target. And so I was like, okay. And I was walking back in from work on break, and I was like, you know what? Let me just open Amazon. I must have opened it right when the pre-orders went live because I just I typed in Xbox Series X. It popped up. I clicked on it. I clicked pre-order, and it said, thank you for your purchase. And I'm like, like no crashing, no delays wow. no have you already got an email saying hey this may not arrive on time <laughs> i yeah. i got that i got it from target i did not get that from amazon hmm. yeah, i i wonder because it was wasn't it thursday or friday before amazon it was friday. Those emails up? yeah okay so it was friday the assumption could be made maybe thursday amazon sends those out because i that email is going to come i mean regardless i mean look yeah. i i i have to and like everybody Everybody on the Arsenal X team got one except for Jesse. So, you know, fingers crossed if they don't get canceled, I'm just going to send Jesse one of my pre-orders because, I mean, I don't need two X's, right? Like, who, Who's that cool, you know? Gary would have. What, what, what? Was there something wrong having the bed, a bedroom Xbox and the living room Xbox? Yeah, but that, that's yes. No, I mean, you, well, don't, you, you want to... The high performance machine to the bedroom, man. I am the high performance machine in the bedroom. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. There you go. Since <laughs> no, that, I... that guy is wrecking a monster like an hour before bed, man. <laughs> Ready to go? We're gonna make another one. And another uh, one. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I'm probably gonna get an S for the office uh, to stream and record stuff from. Because. Yeah. I mean, I don't need 4K in the office. I don't even have a 4K monitor, so uh, that should change soon. But I'm whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grabbing an S for my yeah for my office or bed slash bedroom. But yeah, I, I thank God I was able to get to digital. Thank God I was able to get to digital because digital had such lower quantities than everything else. It seemed mm-hmm. like, and I think wait, GameStop at one point was reporting it was like a 12 to two ratio. For every twelve disc version that they had, they only had two disc lists. I was like, "That's insane." Yeah, that's what that Bloomberg report was saying that they were selling six to one, or they made six to one on the disc compared to the disc list. They're just trying to save GameStop at this point because I mean, dude, disc list means hey, GameStop, I'll never have to come see you again. Yay! Yeah, 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 Game- exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. GameStop, GameStop's up. GameStop's up the creek with this whole model. That's. That's mm-hmm. the thing too is like I'm worried for everybody who pre-ordered one from GameStop because they might not be around by the time you know, this console. Uh, hold on, hold on. Was it? Hold on. Was I giving? Was I? Was I giving the the boss rush? The boss rush podcast was last Saturday when I when I gave them like a a, a small taste of like some stuff I dealt with as a manager. At GameStop. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would not be. I would not be surprised if all. If all. If all the people who uh, who pre-ordered the digital versions of, of PlayStation suddenly had like a longer wait, like post-launch, to get their console. Oh God! And then like they send out coupon. Hey, save fifty bucks if you go with the disc version. With the disc version, yeah, yeah they give you some type. They give you some type of voucher or something like. The, they'll like, give they'll... you a ten dollar gift card to use on a used game in store. Yeah. 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 Or like buy two Remember? get one, buy two get one free on the on the used games is like uh there was no used PS5 games. Remember, <laughs> remember thinking that company we saved for bankruptcy. Here's a gift card to them. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, okay. But um. But you know. Okay. We 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 brought up the whole Amazon sitting on an email saying pre-orders may may not arrive at the time of release. But that also that also goes back to the whole pre-order fiasco. So because um because we were all under the impression that Sony was going to have like a pretty decent chunk of systems to uh, available for pre-order. We don't really have numbers of how many pre-orders have gotten through. We don't know. We don't know if it's half a million, a million. We don't know if it's a hundred thousand. We don't know how many pre-orders because there's been no released numbers for how for how many uh how many pre-orders have been have been accepted. But was was more was more shocking though is we don't know how many systems they they are planning to have at launch. So this is going to put a lot of the retailers who had who had these because a lot of retailers right now like Target's already saying that hey we 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 are not we might not have the allocation that we think we're going to get Target's saying that Amazon's saying that um, there's some there, uh, I don't know of any other uh, retailers that, com- that are confirming that Walmart's Walmart's come out and said that as well. Oh yeah. Okay. See. So this. So this. This here. This, here lies the problem because. Uh, because once again, you know, like Sony's doing a worldwide a worldwide launch for their consoles, which has been great. I think they've been doing worldwide launches since PS3 now because because PS2 PS2 was staggered. Japan got it first, and then we got it like what within a month, a month or two. Oh. I'm, I can't remember. I can't mm-hmm. remember specifically, but um, but but Sony's been doing worldwide launches for uh, in all regions for the new systems as they come out. But and and I remember when PS4 came out, I think they said they I think they said they want to have anywhere from 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 1.5 to 2 million units available, you know, at launch. So it would cover pre-orders as well as people who may want to walk into a store and get one. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's scary right now because I haven't heard any any actual numbers of what they plan to have at launch. So we don't hell, we, you know, like the like the the few people who had their pre-orders, they might be the lucky ones that even see one. Um, uh, are you guys scared? I think the whole thing, I'm not really scared, but I think the whole thing was just like not planned good because I think some, I think it was Walmart that accidentally released it early, yep. and then they sent that apology. It was so it was. Uh, from my understanding, I think I heard this on the um, on the uh, Land Party podcast. Um, wasn't it? Wasn't a, a European? Wasn't a European um, marketplace that uh, that ex- that broke that broke that broke date on the pre-orders and that and that forced Walmart and GameStop to jump the gun. Yeah, oh. Portugal and Spain ended up getting it before everybody else did on the pre-order, and then that resulted in Walmart going ahead and pulling the trigger. Yeah, and here's and here's something about it. Here's something about it. This is something I learned when working from EB Games and GameStop. Like street dates, basically, basically street dates are is like a gag order for uh, you know like. I've been in stores and we've actually had the product there, but we have not had it ready for sale and stuff like that, you know. And um, and the way the way street dating goes is like uh, is like you can't sell it till the date it's supposed to launch. But in the in the retail world, it gets cutthroat because like if somebody accidentally sells a copy of the game, 
before before the designated street date and it can be two weeks before the game launches it could be the day before the game launches if someone breaks a street date you have uh, like every other retailer has carte blanche to sell the games or so or sell the systems whatnot you know things like that so um so basically so basically that that event that happened in portugal is what caused like the pre-orders to, to roll out too early because sony I actually wanted to do the pre-orders on Thursday. I think they wanted to do it. Was it? Was it? Uh, was it 11, 11 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday? That was their original. Um, that, that was original, right. their original window. But uh, and then, but then again, you know, like I'm getting an email from Best Buy at eight twenty nine p.m. on Wednesday night saying, "Oh, the yeah. pre-orders are here." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Might they come through to like? Nine something. I was like, oh, you it's open. And then you like, didn't get your email. Like, uh, you know what? If 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 Logan hadn't 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 ran to Walmart while we we're in the middle of the show and said uh, and yeah. said, hey, pre-orders are open. You know, when he said pre-orders are open, I checked my email. As soon as I opened my email, I saw our email at eight twenty nine. I was on. I was at Best Buy at eight thirty, and had had a digital edition in my cart. Could never check out. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Same here. I got lucky. I'm happy. It's a beautiful day. Oh, and then and I got another email from Walmart saying, oh, it's back in stock. And then I tried to do it again, and it was like, mm-hmm. uh, no, not today. Well, and it, remember how Sony had said, hey, sign up for email updates, and we'll be selecting people to go ahead and pre-order. They were having issues with those, too. It's like I never got my email from them. Well, because I never they got were, mine they, either. They were being very selective. So remember, they asked for your gamer tag, not your email? Yes. Yeah. They're I think Greg Miller from Kind of Funny was making the point of they might actually be checking your PSN profile and seeing like, hey, this person who has like maybe twenty trophies, we're not gonna we're not gonna oh, give it. Oh, I'm I'm screwed then because I I kind of retired I kind of retired. Oh, yeah, my I'm PS- screwed. I'm, I kind of retired my <laughs> PS4 when Monster Hunter World came out on PC. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm screwed. They they, they like nope. Sony, Sony was like Sony was like this guy he better shut up. <laughs> I bet you it's more about how many games you bought on the PlayStation system. Well, and then, <laughs> They'll be like, hey, hey, you've been buying 10 games the last two months. You have money. You know, Corona didn't affect you, so here we go. You can afford the PS5. Yeah, that, that could be it, too. Uh, uh, as much money as I spent on the Sam's, they better give me my damn PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> much as I spent on GTA 5. That's my Jeez. language. All right. All right. Any final thoughts on, on the whole on the whole fiasco? Oh, you know, what? actually, I do want to add something. Um, uh, for all the Trekkies out there that are watching, um, uh, one of our favorite captains, uh, Anson Mount, who's who's the new Captain Pike, uh, uh, for the new Star Trek series when it comes out, uh, he put he put a tweet out there, and it was freaking it was freaking phenomenal. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, he he basically said he basically said that. That because of not just the PlayStation fiasco, but also the Xbox fiasco, he all he's he basically said that this basically is has killed everybody's holiday season. Yeah. Everybody's holiday season, like you know, mm-hmm. like there's the, there's not there's not much that can be done, you know, as far as this, and you know, like there had there has to be better planning, and you know, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of why can't I find it? Did he did he delete it? Did he take it down? I doubt he took it down. Like he's oh man. I can't, but basically, like I said, the summary was that, you know, because of the, because of the fallout and everything, right. You know, basically a lot of, a lot of holiday plans are ruined now, you know, and there's just, and it's just, it's just, it's just really shoddy. Not just on, not just on the, um, on the, 
on the the retailer, and not just I mean on the on the manufacturers like Sony and, and Microsoft on this, but also right. it's but also it's bad on the retailers because I was trying to pre-order that same that same night that all this was going down. The RTX 3080s went on went yeah. on release too, and I got locked out of those, and it was all because of bots and all that stuff. And Newegg Newegg got caught in a lie because Newegg turned around and said. Uh, Newegg turned around and said uh, said that they had that they had an authentication system in in place, and a lot of and a lot of people jumped on social media and like no you guys didn't. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Yeah, um, Newegg's in that weird spot too, where it's like you guys are a big enough retailer that does a lot of great things. I mean, Newegg for the most part has had you know pretty decent track record. For them to just completely drop the ball, it's almost as if like Xbox would come out and say, "Hey, we're not going to be like PS, or we're not going to be like Sony's pre-order. We're going to be better." And then, oh yeah, drop the ball there too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I found the tweet. Uh, uh, Anton Mount uh, said, "This this PS5 and Xbox Series X rollout has been an utter debacle. This is going to change how this is going to change how these things are handled in the future. But it's probably too late for this holiday season. A total letdown for game fans." Yeah. Because you also got to think, there, there, there are so many gamers who have been waiting specifically for this console. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is probably the most hype we've had on a console in a while, and yeah. we know we're getting a yeah. great games lineup. And there's so many people who are waiting for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X to play Cyberpunk, to play Valhalla, mm-hmm. games that yeah you can play them on PS4 or Xbox mm-hmm. One, but you want them for that next gen. Yep, for real. Yeah. Because I right. was looking forward to play Cyberpunk on PlayStation, but looks like I have to wait. <laughs> yeah. I was looking I mean, to you, play Last I'm, of Us 2 on PS5. That's I mean, what I was waiting on, for. You, you can get on PS4. Yeah, but I wanted yeah, to wait I, and play it on PS5. I don't want to hear the jet engine while <laughs> I'm murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Right now, my plans for Cyberpunk are hin- are hinging upon me getting a thirty eighty. <laughs> oh as much as I love my Spider Man PS4, it's <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. It purrs. You know, yeah, while we, you I was know, playing one time. You know, while we were talking, while we were talking about, because uh, we're gonna roll right into PlayStation, uh, right into the PlayStation Plus collection news. Uh, while we're talking about it, though, if you're in the Twitch chat right now, I'm gonna put a code up. If you guys want, if you guys want a um, want half off on a year of PlayStation Plus, there's a uh, there's a uh, there's a there's a uh, there's a promotion going on now from uh, from Iniba.com. I will uh, put I will put the link up for you guys, and you can check it out. It's, uh, it's, it it came to me via slick deals. Uh, so check it out if you guys want to. I'm planning on buying at least two of these cards so I can so I can stack my membership for two years. Uh, but anyway, get a lot of your stock. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> where where are all the bots at now? Why why is that in stock? <laughs> yeah, but uh, the PlayStation Plus collection. You know what? This is why I'm actually going to get jump on this thirty dollar deal for a year of PlayStation Plus because I mean, honestly, I did not really plan on doing a lot of online gaming, so PlayStation Plus wasn't an incentive for me. But you know, the fact that this is this is Sony's answer to backwards compatibility, but it's there's a hitch to it because technically it's only backwards compatibility for PS4 games, which the part of the collection is you'll you'll have access to the PlayStation 4 library as it becomes available for PS5. You don't have to spend any extra money for these games by the way. You just uh, as soon as they're available on the platform, you can start playing them right then and there. Just download them and go. 
Um, but uh, I'm excited for this. The, uh, the three games that are supposed to be uh, was Last of Us Remastered. Um, what were the other two? I know Last of Us was the, was one. A uh, God of War is on, on that there. list. God of War, yeah. A uh, Days Gone, huge yeah. one there. Uncharted Four, right? Uncharted Four, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm uh, curious if they're going to throw Lost Legacy in there too. Hold on, let's hold on. Let's see something. Let's see. I don't see it. Shoot. There was supposed to be three games right at jump, and I know the Last of Us Remastered was one of them for sure. It wasn't Horizon, was it? Nah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think Horizon might be one of the last games that that shows up because right now, right now the right now the push and all the sales is getting on the PC. Uh, that's getting that's getting Horizon that note that notability that notoriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't find the games, but uh, but they're but they're there. I'll have to relook at the um, I'll have to relook at the trailer for it. But uh, but yeah, like that's exciting. And like I said, it basically energized me enough to where like I'm gonna spend money on on PlayStation Plus again. But I'm gonna buy these cards. I'm gonna wait till I have a PS5 because I'm not playing anything on PS4. So why am I gonna start wait start the clock now? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Uh, this is the this is their answer to backwards compatibility. It might not be the answer everybody wants. Then there's a technical reason why we can't have full backwards compatibility going back to generation one of PlayStation. Uh, but uh, but you know what? In all seriousness, this um this gives people some wiggle room for what they for what they want to do as far as their PS4 that's been sitting on the shelf. You know, things like that. You know, like you can find think about either handing it down or using it as mm, if you're one of those people that you know like believe in GameStop culture, you might want to use it now to trade in. <laughs> I guarantee. No, I guarantee you. Get your ten I guarantee, bucks. Well, I guarantee you, GameStop's going to have some type of promo <laughs> for yeah. trading your PS4 to get your PS5. I guarantee. Uh, uh, it might not be the no. most attractive I'll, promo. We'll give you twenty bucks now, <laughs> in store credit. Only. <laughs> yeah, if you give us all your games, you get an additional fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Really. But and only if it's the gold, gold cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, that's the... actually hold on. Let's. OK, so how to the panel, how disappointed are you guys about the backwards compatibility? I've I've spoken on a couple of different podcasts about the backwards compatibility thing. And I've, I've, I've put my stance on it. Ultimately, uh, ultimately, my stance is backwards compatibility doesn't doesn't move the needle enough for me to say I have to have this system because I'm trying. I'm honestly trying to get the new games that are coming out. Uh, uh, I still have my PS3. I still I, I currently have a PS4 and I still have a Actually, I have all my PlayStation systems. I still have the PS One. I saw the yeah, I saw the PS One, the the remodel, the the slim PS Two, and I still have PS Three and PS Four. So yeah, I mean, I'm not really pressed for backwards compatibility when I still have these consoles and they're working. The big games that I would want to play on backwards compatibility, like Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, they've all been remastered, and I think. I think that needs to be the resolution is like more of these games are going to be remastered. We've got Prince of Persia coming, even though it doesn't look like it's remastered. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, like, Hey, they like, remastered, they remastered a Prince of Persia soundtrack. That soundtrack was bumping in that, in that trailer. 
I mean, there's just there's too many good there's too many games for me to want to go back and play these older ones that I haven't played in a while. Like, I mean, yeah, think about it. These, these games just don't play the way that the new ones do, and that's that's a yeah. huge thing for me. Is like you get used to the new ways controls work and and how camera movements are and everything, and you go back and play those games. It's like they don't hold the same value that they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I will say that like most of the games that I go back and play are the arcadey type party type games. Yeah. So like I like the old Mario Party games. I like old racing games, old sports games. But as far as going back and playing like a campaign, especially like first person shooters and stuff like that, it's really hard. Like it's it doesn't. And by the time you're like, oh, that sounds really fun, and you go back and play it, then it's like, oh, this isn't worth it. This really isn't worth it. I mean. I, I love my Xbox because I can still play the uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I, I love playing that game, and I go back to it frequently. Um, and it's nice to be able to play, like, now that I have my first Xbox, which is the Xbox One, I can play Gears of War, I can play Halo and stuff, and that's nice. That's a great history deal where I can play all these games and then be able to play Gears of War 6 when it comes out or, you know, Halo Infinite, Infinite when it comes out, but PlayStation doesn't have that. If you if you want to go back and play Infamous, you can't. No. Like, you can do it through PS Now, but is that's it a, worth it? Because that, streaming that's an, sucks. that's an adventure. That's an adventure by itself. Yeah, I I mean I got PS Now because I I could get you know PS4 games I could download and that feature is nice. But trying to go back and play PS3 games like Red Dead and Fallout and Infamous, it all sucked. Everything just sucked trying to stream that. It's just, it just doesn't work as smooth as movies and yeah and stuff like that. Nelly, you have any thoughts on the on the whole PS uh, PS5 compatibility? I just do well, have like well more my... like more like backwards compatibility, just not just PS5, but backwards compatibility as a whole. Yeah, actually, I still have all my games, so it really doesn't bother me that we don't get to go back to like PS1 to PS3 because it's like, hey, I could just hook any of that up to my TV and have it. So it doesn't really bother me. And then, like, plus moving on with the graphics, it's like, why would you really want to go back all the way to PS1 and play one of those little blocky games? (laughs) I mean, I respect it. Because, you know, I grew up with that. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, let's move forward. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, I use this as an example, like, the week, the, like, last week. I was like, I was like, you really gonna, you really, you're not gonna catch me playing Vagrant Story on my 70-inch 4K television. You're not gonna catch me playing that. <laughs> You'll catch me doing that, though. <laughs> <laughs> when I got Man, that PS1 have... uh, mini classic, I, those uh-huh. were the games I went back and played, or the RPGs, because those were the games that you could play. The yeah. JRPGs were really yeah. fun to play, but trying to play like Twisted Metal and it was just it was not working. Yeah. <laughs> like, even, what is this? I don't know. I, even, I don't know. Even sprite based video games like like were kind of were were kind of like a uh, like Final Fantasy Tactics. They, mm. they don't look good, but they at least play. They, they play well nice. enough. They play nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have oh, this I'm theory that. that uh, that when I get uh, older, I'm trying to save all the JRPGs I can because when I get older, my reflexes aren't you know good enough. <laughs> At least I can play JRPGs, you know, turn-based tactic games. At least I can do that. At least, uh, except for the ones that have you just jamming on the buttons. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can't play South Park Stick of Truth at night. Oh god. <laughs> god, can you <laughs> imagine? 
trying to shove a fart out, you know what I'm saying? It just it's not gonna work. <laughs> There's a, uh, one of the comment one of the comments in the Twitch chat is like uh, it's like it's like uh, Austin says streaming sucks. And, uh, it's like it's like Stadia leaves the chat crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I want Stadia to work. Like the fact of streaming game to my phone would be awesome, but in it just doesn't work. We're not there yet, technology wise. And I live in Oklahoma, so I mean, it might work better in in you know better places, internet places. places where places where Google Fiber is at. Because I because yeah. I have like I have like top tier Verizon, and there's there's days when it's like mm, I, I'll 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 just play offline there, yeah, I mean, there we, a- we have at&t fiber we have some google fiber but it's it's rare it's still rare and even yeah. then when you get it it doesn't just i don't know especially when you're playing first person like if i'm playing call of duty i want that thing to be exactly accurate yeah. where i'm yeah thinking. if i have it i already have lag in call of duty anyway if you add lag from streaming it's just gonna get worse mm-hmm. then i'll break my screen and buy another right. one I was working on a project for Boss Rush on something that hasn't been announced yet, and I was I put the Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and then like in the little sub bar text I put, uh, we don't mention Stadia because Stadia really sucks. <laughs> it's part of animated shows, like. Yes. You know what? You know what? One of these days, one of these days, Stadia is gonna 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 grow up and mature. And it's gonna straight Kool Aid man that's on the podcast one of these nights. Yeah. It's gonna like bust one of these and be days. like, "Well, Google owns us anyway, so it's okay." I mean, they already they're already implanted in our brains. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. All right. So um, so here's a here's a light topic for you. Uh, the Avengers patch came out. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and uh. And if you and if you guys are paying attention in the chat right now, when I tell you that the Avengers patch was a uh, was some heavy lifting, let's just say that from the patch notes itself, patch version one point three point zero is our first major patch since the launch and addresses over one thousand one zero 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 issues. That players have helped surface the past two weeks uh, from the game, ranging from several progression stoppers, yikes, progression stoppers, yikes, (laughs) to small graphical fixes. (laughs) You know what? This is the easiest way for me to stop playing a game. If I I was playing Avengers, I I have not played Avengers yet, but if I was playing Avengers and I ran into one of those progression stoppers, yep, that's a wrap for me. There was a reason I couldn't finish the game before Sunday. Because of the progression stopper. Yeah, I got to the final mission. I had unlocked everything I needed to unlock to be able to do the final mission. And then it wouldn't let me go to the war table to start it. And I know Joshman over there from um, Arsenal Linux and Tower Casuals had the same issue. Him and I were talking about it uh, Friday. And I was like, dude, this 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 is the hard thing. Here's the, here's the even harder thing, though. The game still has bugs. Oh, I bet. I... Whoa, whoa, really? Wasn't this game I... in develop- Wasn't this game in development for a hot minute though? What did I say? Three years. Five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Is that is this I... as bad as is this as bad as Assassin's Creed Unity though? With uh, with with, with, with Indiana no. Jones faces and you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <please> no. <laughs> Corey, can you hop back on for a second? What 
because him and him and I have yeah. both played it. What issues did you run into? Because I, I was running into there was there was a part where I was in the I was in I was in an aim lab mm-hmm. in fighting his Black Widow, and then all of a sudden I'd go through a wall, and I could see the entire map level, like I could see the entire level, and I was just kind of floating there in space. Um, and even a hard reset on the game wouldn't fix that. What kind of issues did you run into? Well, after the uh, you know one thousand bug fixes, I launched the game, and when I went to load into a mission, it hard crashed to my Xbox dashboard. Oh so, no! Uh, there's a wow. there's there's one big bug that wasn't fixed. Uh, <laughs> I I I've just seen like a lot of slowdown. I've gotten stuck in geometry. Uh, when I'm playing as Iron Man and I hit like a building or something, like I'll just get stuck yeah. randomly. Uh, enemies getting stuck in geometry when like like uh, there's this one level in Iron Man where you're kind of like getting ready to go into a building, but you fight a ton of enemies and. Uh, some of the enemies are flying, and when you shoot them down, they fall like they, they fall, you know, like you would expect them to. But they get stuck in the geometry, like some of the the balconies and stuff, and like they're still in their falling animation, but they can't finish dying because they're stuck in yeah. the, in the balcony. So uh, I've had that, and uh, just small things like that. And I don't know. I'm I tried to play the other day, and it hard crashed, and then like. Hulk had like this weird looking morphed face and uh, I was going into the story mission and I was like <laughs> I'm just going to wait like six weeks to finish this game when the Series X and PlayStation 5 come out so I can like man yeah. it, it, it kind of reminds me of it kind of reminds me of what I was saying when um when Mass Effect Andromeda was was doing its thing because I bought Mass Effect Andromeda yeah. at launch yeah. And uh, and and the and the amount of patching that they were doing, you know, while the game was still active, you know, just it was enough to make me quit. Like it, the sad part was, is that um, a lot of the stuff that they were patching wasn't really stuff that was bothering me. There was one thing that was a progress stopper for me. We landed, we landed on the planet, and like and like the planet didn't get rendered correctly, so there was like no floor. Mm-hmm. So like you see, so you see the landscape, you see your guys standing, and basically they should have been falling to like infinity. Yeah, I uh, see. I didn't play Andromeda until like six months later, and it was like fifteen dollars on a sale, and I got it. And I was yeah. like, "Man, this game's it's this a wonderful this, game, wasn't it?" This game feels like like a you know, not not Mass Effect trilogy level Mass Effect, but I was like, "This this is definitely Mass Effect with jetpacks." So I'm like, "I'm all for this." So yeah, like I never beat I never beat the game because uh, sour taste in my mouth, and I'm a Mass Effect guy. Yeah. So. I I was having another issue with Thor, where if you use Thor's super, it unleashes the uh, power of the Bifrost, and Thor disappears for a second, and then you go to whatever enemy you're going to select, and then hit R1, and it it unleashes the power. And then Thor wouldn't reappear. But you could still move as Thor, and you could still, like, you'd see the hammer swinging. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was, it was some of the dumbest. Like, I love the game to death. You will not hear me say anything bad about the story, the yeah. characters. I, I That's where I'm at, too. I came to love Nolan North as Iron Man. I mean, he did a pretty dang good job at the end. I, uh, um, and I love the voice that they got for um, Captain America. Yeah, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, Iron Man, I've, I've, I've never been able to... like. Every time I use the super, I cannot get the Hulkbuster armor to appear. Like that's. I haven't had any issues with that. That's one that's major thing that I've 
I I've run into. I think I think in the probably like six or seven times I've tried to use that uh, super, like I've gotten it once. There's there's one criminally um, there's one story plot line like they they set up a really you cool moment criminally. you think is gonna. No, 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 it's, it's good, it's good. It's... They, they set up a moment in the story where it's like, oh, this would be totally cool if we get to have another fight with this particular character. And you never see that character again. And I'm like, come on, this, that could have been cool. Because at the very beginning of a game, you play, uh, you do a Hulk mission against Abomination. Uh-huh. And that fight is just awesome. It's so much fun. Is they it? They tease Abomination. I loved it. I thought it was a good time. <laughs> Corey's like, I'm okay. not impressed. Um, they tease Abomination <laughs> coming back in the final battle, and then there's just nothing. And and Hulk's Hulk's part of okay, actual Hulk's part of the final battle is kind of lame. Bruce Banner has a really cool moment, but I just I I haven't I I haven't gotten that far yet. But like I think. I don't think the story is complete. They're definitely holding some of that story when the new characters come in. I feel like. Oh yeah, I, I feel I've, that way too. I've heard a lot of the the big boss battles aren't even like real villains. They're just like there's like a giant robot tank and like yeah, a giant uh, robot there's, robot there's a lot and of you know what I mean. Like there's just. Uh, well, and as great as the final battle is, they they leave a lot of doors open at the end of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to add, like, 20 characters to this game, you're going to need the yeah. stories to tell, you know? Uh, yeah. Especially, like, the Hawkeye stuff that's coming. Oh, yes. By the way, the Kate, the Kate Bishop trailer is the trailer that convinced me to buy this game because it's really rad. You should go watch the Kate Bishop trailer. I, I was thinking about saving this for rumor control, but there is a rumor going around that this might be the game where we finally see Fantastic Four in a video game is that something you guys want to see or is that not it'd be cool it'd be cool because uh because marvel does need to do something with that with with that uh with that whole lineup i i would like that but i would also just like a regular i would just like a fantastic four game by itself yeah i was about to say that yeah I don't like them shoving all the all these Marvel characters in one game. I, I would like it all fleshed out. I would easily pay for a forty dollars Spider Man Miles Morales type deal where it's just Fantastic Four in their own story. Uh-huh. There is easily a spot you could fit, fit Victor Van Doom into this game. There's a really easy spot, and I could totally see it just be like everybody kind of comes out of the shadows and Fantastic Four is there, and that that would be really cool. But I keep thinking about it, like how many characters can I actually add? Like we think Wolverine's probably coming. We think X Men to some extent could come. Um, we imagine like they have the tech already built for Ant Man. Like Ant Man could fit seamlessly in here. Guardians of the Galaxy would be cool. There's a, like, how big could this game get? I mean, there's already like a leaked list of like first run characters, right? But in like what I mean. Again, rumor, but you you see that list, and you can definitely see that the base characters that you get are archetypes for these characters, right? Like yeah. War Machine will obviously play like Iron Man. I feel yeah. like Spider Man mm-hmm. will probably play very close to Kamala Khan. Kate Bishop and Hawkeye are essentially going to be the same character. I feel like yeah. uh, Black Panther will probably play a lot like Captain America or Black Widow. Like y- you can see the archetypes in the main characters 
and these new characters. Like now, granted, some of these new characters will probably play differently. Like I see Ant Man would probably play differently, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I want I want to see how they implement Ant Man into this. Because the problem is, is that you couldn't leave like the shrinking or the enlarging to an R one L one. Yeah. Thing like you, you, you wouldn't be able to wait for that because so much of his combat is based on the ability to shrink. Now he could turn like giant, like Kamala does as a super. That could be cool. Yeah. But. Yeah. I yeah I kind of see Ant Man could possibly like his super would be Giant Man and not Ant Man. And then like his R one could be like him throwing a um like a fire truck or a, a gasoline truck and then yeah. hitting the button. And like then like he does in Civil do like, War, yeah, exactly. Like he does in Civil War, or yeah, yeah. Different ways I, you can go about. I just watched Ant Man the other day, by the way, on Disney Plus because I was like, I usually turn something on to fall asleep too. Uh, yeah. And uh, Ant Man, pretty good. The movie's pretty, pretty it's, good. It's my it's my favorite. It's my favorite uh, MCU. Is one. Yeah, it's my favorite MCU movie that's not directly plugged into the plot line for uh, for that phase. Yeah. So. Solid villain. Very good villain in that one. Oh, yeah. Yellow Jacket? Yeah. yeah. Very convincing. Very evil conniving. Oh, definitely. All right. So basically, basically just to, just to wrap this up, yeah, for all those who are wondering, um, as a matter of fact, I will also throw us in the Twitch chat for people who want to see the, the litany of freaking of freaking uh, 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 patches that they did. Uh, basically, they had patches for the uh, for the campaign and the Avengers Initiative portion. The multiplayer match and matchmaking had had a small amount. Art and animation had some. User user interface had some fixes. Combat saw the most fixes uh, as far as in the patch notes. I mean, that was noticeable too. That yeah. was very noticeable. Uh, Captain America flowed beautifully for that final mission. Yeah, uh, the gear challenges and rewards had 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 updates. Platform specific fixes. There were specific fixes for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Stadia. Uh, and then there's uh, they had some known issues and workarounds that they they noted as well. And uh, and yeah, there's still more to come. Um, they're also encouraging anyone to come over to the to their Reddit page uh, if they're finding more stuff that they think that that gamers feel needs to be addressed. So uh, so there you go. And uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, so, uh, we were going to, we were actually going to talk about WWE 2K, 2K Battleground review, uh, but we're going to, I think we need to actually sideline that for, for this episode and talk about, and talk about Microsoft snatching up Bethesda and what that, and what that may spell for, for Sony, because I know Sony fanboys are not, are not happy. (laughs) Can, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you guys talk because uh because I got into some serious trouble in the in, in the in the group chat over the, oh you know earlier in the week. <laughs> can, <laughs> can I can I say something real quick? I just I, like I, we did a little bit of a we did a, like an emergency Arsenal X episode last night, Josh and I, just to talk about this. And uh I've been thinking a lot about it today between, you know, me working and me freaking about out about getting and pre-ordering something uh <laughs> i think i think this acquisition for microsoft is more of a i think they're going to go more the minecraft route with this and not necessarily uh keep all these games for themselves like i i think i think elder scrolls and fallout are too big for for exclusivity 
I think that Doom is too big for exclusivity. I think, uh, uh, you know, Starfield, people are so excited for Starfield that that's too big for exclusivity. Mm-hmm. I think their play is you can buy this game on Steam or on PlayStation for 60 or $70, but if you have Game Pass, you get it. I think that's their big play. And I think they did it more than just for acquiring these IP. I think they did it for id tech. I think id tech is a very strong uh, uh, piece of technology that Microsoft wanted to own and now they own. Uh, Bethesda's interest in VR, I think, is is way more advanced than Microsoft's uh, you know current situation is. So maybe right. you know they want to explore that space without actually exploring that space, and Bethesda has done that. Uh, and I think that they have a lot of talented people within Bethesda that aren't necessarily in game development, right? Like Pete Hines is such a charismatic and great marketer for, for Bethesda that like, maybe he could do something more with, with Microsoft as a whole, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just thought a lot about it today while I was really hating life at work today. So, uh, there's a tweet I want to read if I can find it. Um, Jeff Grubb, Jeffy, Jeffy, Grub, Grub. Actually, so, somebody else talk for a minute. And I'll, I'll Grub Snacks. Um, Grub you think, Snacks. You think he's going to make that Bug Snacks song into Grub Snacks? Can we to just do. talk about how cool Bug Snacks is for a second? I know this is totally off tangent, but like, I rewatched that trailer and that song is so catchy. I'm just like, man, I kind of want to play Bug Snacks. <laughs> I, I catch myself at work sometimes just going, Bug Snacks. <laughs> Just to myself, no. No. Logan. Logan, you keep you keep winning the battle. You keep winning the the battle, man. <laughs> Bug snack. Okay, here's the, here's the tweet chain I want to read. So Jeff Grubb, uh, obviously, you know it's a fake name, but um, <laughs> I'm kidding. He had a he had a great list of tweets today um, that I want to read out. So he said lots of talks of why Microsoft wants Bethesda, and I wrote this to explain why Bethesda stakeholders wanted to sell. AAA gaming's future is un- unsustainable. And murky, and it would take a lot of effort, money, and luck to reorganize for that future. It makes more sense to sell. Also, I don't personally get worked up about Sony buying exclusives, but I do think that there's a distinction. Microsoft is buying Bethesda to enable its studios to continue making games. That's different than a paying a company to keep an existing game off a competing platform. You can go back and check the tape. I've been consistent at this point. When Epic was just trying to put who cares about that? Um, there's another tweet here. Oh Lord, where is it? Mm. Oh, never mind. Okay, but I, I like I like what he's saying here because oh hold on there it is. Um, a quick point that the way corporations think about money that the seven point five billion is sitting in a low interest bank. If Bethesda operating profits are greater than seventy five million, then that money is already going to going to better use. So I think seven point five billion was kind of a little bit of a reach there. Um, I get it; they've got a lot in this acquisition, but that seems still like a reach. But then I was reading more about it, and yeah, Microsoft has all these IPs now, but Microsoft has never been the company to say, "Okay, we have to keep this off PlayStation now." I think they're prepared for that in case Sony does something like, "Hey, Ubisoft, you want help?" And they do that, or they pull a. I know Konami's been thrown around a lot thanks to the chat. Um, because Sony's in a weird spot now where like Sony could essentially buy anybody and do the exact same thing. And then if 
if Sony said, okay, we're going to keep all of these games off Xbox, and then Xbox could say, okay, cool, all that Bethesda stuff, yeah, you ain't touching it. You ain't going to get it. Because Starfield was originally supposed to be a timed PlayStation exclusive. That just went out the window. Um, there was rumors are going around that a couple of the other games that they were like, de- they're obviously going to keep Deathloop as a PlayStation exclusive, but I, th- this is such a weird transaction for the future. But then you also have to look at it too. Bethesda was in a spot where they weren't creating great games. Like Fallout flopped. Prey had its issues. Um, Fallout flopped. What, what was the other ones that they've really struggled with? Um, I think that I think the the mobile game kind of the mobile Elder Scrolls game didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think mm-hmm. I mean Wolfenstein Youngblood did not do great at all. Like it got terrible no. reception. Like I think the idea was interesting for Wolf for Youngblood, but like I think that it had checkpoint issues. It had uh you know trying to turn it into a loot based game instead of just a a normal yeah. Wolfenstein game. Yeah. I think really hurt that game. I I really liked Youngblood. Uh, I I mean I like the character. I love the daughters. I think they're hilarious. Uh, because I think that's exactly what a modern Wolfenstein game should be. Is like them, like not just them, but you know, just h- hilariously like high fiving each other while throwing up while they're murdering people because they've never seen blood before. Like it's just hilarious. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is big news because Bethesda is actually my favorite, just favorite game maker, game company. Period. I I love Elder Scrolls and I love Fallout and I love Doom and I love Wolfenstein. They're they're all right up my alley. Um, even Rage, I love Rage as well. Um, but it to me, this this definitely reeks of like they they want more. More to have it just part on their system. They might get DLC early. I bet you that's going to be a big deal. I think they'll get, you know, Deathloop might come to PS5, but the next game is going to come to Xbox and probably stay on Xbox. I feel like you're going to get a couple exclusives, but there's no way we're getting Elder Scrolls and Fallout not on PlayStation. That's the way just too the, much um, of a fan base out of there. The way the news is shaking out, it looks like whatever happened, whatever was happening or supposed to be in negotiation prior to the uh, prior to the buyout is supposed to still go into effect. So like the games that were supposed to be multi-platform, you know, that were planned for multi-platform are supposedly supposedly getting honored that way, uh, you know, but we we don't know for sure because ultimately ultimately now Microsoft is the majority stakeholder in everything. So they can they can say and do whatever the hell they want. And and Sony sony's sony's gamer base nintendo everybody else has to get in line and used to be like okay well fine we we lost out yeah if that's the case i don't think sony has to worry though i don't think i don't think it's gonna be a big deal it it was it was was just funny though because like like if you if you if you followed on social media man like like you you were starting to fight you were starting to figure out who the real Sony fans were because man folks were acting like it was the end of the world they, they, yeah. they, folks were acting like folks were acting like PS5 just died that day yeah <laughs> yeah I, well, I, I saw some tweets <laughs> I mean if Xbox really did say hey Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be Xbox exclusive then that might be a time to be like hey wait a minute wait a minute uh, well, but it's, that it's was still, that would it, I don't think that'll ever happen. But if yep. they did, if they're like, "Hey, here's our dick. Here we're swinging it." <laughs> Jesus, like, I mean, that's what, what I mean. That what was my 
that was my tweet, right? Like I was like, man, Microsoft just uh, uh just 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 swung swung, swung big, their the... big seven point five billion dollar dick on the table and hit Sony in the mouth with it. But uh, <laughs> I like I said, I think some of these franchises are way too big to keep exclusive. Uh, Skyrim is one of the best selling games of all time. Period. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's been ported to everything. There's no way Elder Scrolls Six is going to be exclusive to Xbox. Uh, I think, I think you'll get perks. I think it'll come to game pass day one. Right. I think that's, I think, I honestly think that that's the draw is just to add content to game pass and use id tech in an interesting way. And maybe, you know, give doom guy a master chief armor set on Xbox at some point or something. You know what I mean? Like it's, Mm -hmm. I, I don't really think, you know, Bethesda is really going to change as a, company because like they they bought the publishing arm too right and bethesda said that they're keep they're going to keep publishing their own games they're just owned by microsoft and xbox so um i mean i'm not saying you're not going to see an xbox game studios splash screen across every bethesda game now but you're still going to see the bethesda uh, game studios and bethesda softworks Mm -hmm. logo across yeah so uh also i I think i also think that uh, microsoft was interested in some of those support studios too to help with other games specifically you know i don't know this little game called halo infinite that got delayed out of this yeah year. that's that's kind of that's kind of what i'm feeling too i feel like i feel like there's gonna be like a, a nice little shake-up uh you know that 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 kind of works out in the favor of a lot of uh, a lot of these games that you know have had are they're they're either having rocky rock that they're even ha- they're having rocky rocky roads ahead of them or have already fumbled and you know but they're still viable franchises um uh the one thing i will say the one thing i will say and this is the one thing that i think a lot of the common sense people and and i was not saying that'd be insulting to people but the com i think a lot of the common sense people people who've been around and seen seen the way like developers come and go when stuff like this happens is that we're hoping that we we hope that you know, Bethesda just doesn't fall by the wayside, like like Rare, for example, and and you know other developers like that. You know, uh, you know where nostalgia was at. You know, back back in the day and things like that. Uh, that's one of my that's one of my fears. And the sad part is, like, I haven't really like I haven't really like, been on a Bethesda title since uh, since Fallout uh, since Fallout Three. That's the last time like any like Bethesda title got kind of got me hot hot and bothered. <laughs> I will say that even though I don't think Sony has to worry about anything, I do hope that they take this opportunity to buy some more studios, like officially buy Kojima and officially they're not going to buy Konami because <laughs> they don't want a bunch of casinos basically, but they're, they could buy Metal Gear and they could buy Silent Hill and they can let Kojima make that Silent Hill game that we desperately need. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and Castlevania, uh, and Contra, and they could buy Blue Point. Um, th- there's a lot of ways that they could go to say, "Hey, we're also in it." Um, I don't think they're gonna buy like a level of Bethesda. They're, they don't need to. They don't need to buy like Ubisoft. No. They're not gonna buy EA. They're not gonna buy stuff like that. But I, I, I would personally like to see them make some moves themselves and actually buy some studios that they should have already bought. If they could buy From Software, that would be. That'd be really awesome. That I could almost be as big of a move as Bethesda. So, um, just in terms of like what's hot right now, yeah. All right. Any uh, any final words? 
That's all I got. All right. All right. Well, then. So, well, we're, we we rounded all back out the PlayStation. I mean, it's all about PlayStation, but, you know, we rounded back out the PlayStation because uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, digital versus disc version of PlayStation 5. What What's our thoughts? What's our preferences here? Uh, oh, Nelly, go for it. Uh, you there? No. Some 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 technical difficulties, uh, Logan. <laughs> um. So obviously, I, I went with Discless uh, for the pre-order. I'm happy with my decision right now. I, for me, I just I don't want to have to keep worrying about discs and what games do I want to keep at home because I the, the temptation for me is going to be trading things in. I like to trade things in. I don't want that option, though. I want to be able to, hey, I've got this game. I'm keeping it forever. Then I can just re-download it whenever the heck I want. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gaming on a budget now. And so my whole thought is, like, I, I'd rather have the discless one just because, A, I don't have to worry about There's a shakeup in the group. Yeah, something. Yeah, something happened. Looked like I don't know. Like either I got disconnected or something. <laughs> it's like a, it's like musical chairs. Everybody on the screen. Everybody <laughs> on the screen just shifted. <laughs> Everyone's changed. Sorry. I don't know. I know I'm having internet problems right now. <laughs> yeah, it started. It started with it started with you, Nelly. <laughs> I'm cursed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but now you're now you're back now you're back up though uh so uh so what's um so what's your what's your what's your preference here digital versus disc which do you have a preference and what were you what what are you leaning on more i'm leaning more on digital because i don't want all those boxes laying around and i've been going uh digital for a while now i haven't bought yeah. a game like a hard copy and so uh everything i have on my ps is pretty much digital, so mm. I feel like that's the way to go for me. Then it's like you, it's same in cluster as well. So it's like, hey, why not just have it on a hard, like a hard hardware, rather than just having this land everywhere? Yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, you know. When when we were doing the whole rush to pre-order, like I want, I I was going the digital route, and then after after you know crashing and burning and you know not being able to do it, I had some time to think about it, and I think I'm gonna have to go with the with the physical version, like the the disc version, only because like I'm afraid when you know when like licenses are up for certain games and things like that, and you know like if you don't have it if you don't have it already downloaded on your system, like there's a chance that you won't be able to get it later off of the stores and stuff like that, or you know if the if it, a situation where it keeps yeah. bouncing back and forth, you know things like that, uh, because um a lot of people a lot of people got um Marvel's Capcom three. And when um when when there was this weird shakeup going on, Marvel's Capcom three before uh, you know, and it has something to do with the whole. Like Disney merger and all that stuff, the Disney merger. Um, Marvel's Capcom Three came off of all the marketplaces and stuff like that, and and people who spent like the money for the digital as well as the DLC, they were they were SOL on that. 
uh, it never came back and uh, but it never came back in that form it, it wound up coming out in like an ultimate edition and whatnot but you uh-huh. you're kind of just out of luck on on everything else and and the more i thought about it, the more i was like you know what I was trying to be cheap and save a hundred bucks this time, but I think I need to go ahead and get you know get get this and you know that way I can pick and choose what games I want digital versus what games I want physically. Yeah, I mean, I just I think right now I'm I'm at the point where it's I I have fiber internet so I can download a game in in virtually nothing. Um, it's just easier for me to have everything digital. Instead of having to worry about discs. I mean, I, I there there's that part of me that's like it's also easier to have this stuff digital. I mean, yeah, I I 100 agree with that. But you know, I, I there's some security of being able to like because I've I've bought I bought games I bought games and spent money on them like hey, crap like uh, like I bought a few mobile games spent money on them and then they took the servers down and mm, can't ever play a game ever again. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Are any of you interested in using the 4K Blu-ray aspect of the disc one? For the Xbox Series S, yes. That's because you got that iffy, spiffy Dolby Atmos. Yeah. <laughs> true. The, guys, the S doesn't have a disc drive. Oh, gosh. Yeah. My bad, the X. Yeah, these, yeah, like these guys on LAN party, they're having a Circle J about that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, have that audio I, coming right at me. I mean, it's envious, <laughs> though. It, it's it's envious, though. I, I will say that, you know. Like, uh, I was mm. like, man, how did Sony not get that? But you know, it is, I'm it is. pleasantly shocked when Xbox or when Microsoft announced, "Hey, yeah, we got Dolby Atmos." Okay. Yep. Big, All big right. Move. Anybody? <laughs> Microsoft is actually swinging for the fences, man. Like I, I, I swear, you know. Much respect to Microsoft. Well, you know, this is uh, well, you know they're like they're like we couldn't win the price we couldn't win the pricing war, so we're gonna win everywhere else. They're just <laughs> Randy out there from South Park sitting there with your wheelbarrow with the giant balls, just <laughs> fucked down. All right. So, any other thoughts on that? Because uh, we're about to run up on the rumor control. Nope. All right. Good luck, everybody. Buy digital. Right. Save the save the environment. Save the environment. <laughs> Don't have all these plastic man, cases. Now, now you got now you got me feeling like 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 a monumental dick because yeah, that's I do right. Wanna, I, I do that's want. That's how the, I do I, it right before the segment ends. <laughs> <laughs> man, because because uh, part of me that's part of me is like a con- a consumer wants the physical, but at the same time, I I'm just happy getting digital. It doesn't matter, you know. I I. I yeah. uh, I'll say this though, like maybe, you know, yes, we get it. Big companies like this, they are not consumer friendly. We know this. We've had conversations about this on various other podcasts about this and stuff like that. But take into consideration, you guys, you know, when, um, when, when, when you're, you have a fan base that's out there paid money for something they may not have. And yeah, I understand. Like when we buy video games, technically we're all doing an end user agreement. That we're actually licensing that product for however much money we spent for it at the mm-hmm. time. I I understand that, but you know, at the same time, you know, like have some have some forethought to think. You know, like are we going to screw our people who spend money, or are we going to try to appease them as long as possible? I understand, you know, like the music industry and, and the movie industry and stuff may screw you with your intellectual properties on these games and stuff, but try to try to help us out as long as possible, especially in the day and age of COVID, where you know folks don't always have the money to like spend. 
on this stuff, you know, if we're throwing, if we're throwing you the, if we're throwing you the dollars, you know, like throw us the love. That's my, that's my Leron talks to the X, Y, Z segment for the night. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I always Beautiful. have one. I always have one. LeBron <laughs> rants brought to you by OnlyFans. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, hey, hey, there's a hey, there's a three dollar special right now. <laughs> one one off, one on. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna eat this one. week, but it was worth it. <laughs> All right, okay, so this. So we're rolling into a segment that we like to call rumor control. Basically, the way rumor control works is uh, we basically there's a lot of stuff out there that's talked about, hinted upon, things like that. And the nine times out of ten, it's just someone talking out there behind, just trying to generate clicks on the internet or bring attention to bring attention to their sites and stuff like that. So we are doing what's called rumor control, where we're either we're either going to corroborate the rumor or we're going to debunk the rumor. And right now, the track record on this show has been we've debunked damn near everything. So let's talk about Red Dead Undead, uh, Undead Nightmare, possibly two. This is let's- happening. This is happening. This is yeah. no. Rockstar no. needs to get Red Dead Online <laughs> built up to do something because it's aliens. It's, it's, it's like a dying horse at this point. Not aliens. not to be. It just yeah. Give me all the aliens. Give me Arthur Morgan. Oh shit! There's an alien over there. <laughs> give me that. And give me a heist where we have to go hijack a UFO ship. Like let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I haven't. I wanted to go back to Red Dead 2, but none of me wants to go back to Red Dead Online. But if they were to put Aliens or an Undead Nightmare mode, I would be 100% on Red Dead Online. And I don't play online games. Like, I don't like GTA Online. I hate it, actually. It's actually the worst thing that I could possibly play. I feel like sometimes I'm just saying this to piss off Logan now. Uh, well, hey, guess but- what's coming to Extra Life Stream? Odd Lamp Party. Somewhere, That's okay. somewhere Ed I'll, is I'll- jumping up and down cheering. Just I'll play I'll, I'll play everybody's golf instead <laughs> while you play GTA Online or something else. I don't know. Ed, Ed is cheering louder than anybody that somebody else hates Grand Theft Auto Online as much as he does. Yeah. And, and somewhere out there, Josh Finn's like, all right, Logan, respect. Respect. I don't know. I think Josh needs to pick better friends and better games, too. <laughs> All right, so the, so I guess the consensus is it needs to happen, whether it's a rumor or not. It needs to happen. I mean, you, you got to do something to, to Red Dead Online. I mean, like, like we, we've talked about it before. GTA Five is such an online massive hit for Rockstar, and they want they want Red Dead Redemption Two to be the same, or not not necessarily the same, but have at least a continuous online user base. And I gotta be honest, every time I step into Red Dead Online 2, it just feels like less and less people are playing consistently. They're like, they're just not giving us a reason to keep going back, and if I, I, see, I play Red Dead Redemption 2 online as kind of a relaxation thing of going hunting, going fishing, that relaxes me. Mm -hmm. And so I keep going into the game for that, but otherwise there's not really a big point in me to to keep going. I will say, if, if you really want to get Red Dead Online going... We saw a man bear pig in that house. <laughs> Bring it back. He was going like, back. Man, 
make Man Bear Pig a thing in Red Dead and have the people from South Park come in. I swear to you, it'll sell more units than GTA ever has if we bring Man Bear Pig into the game. Mark my word. And I'm going to drink out of this can to finish off what I just said. But there's nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Austin is on a roll with this segment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nelly, do you have anything to add? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That was too good. Austin has the mic drop for the night. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, uh... <laughs> Even the Twitch chat is rolling on this one. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so uh, so we've got a we've got an actual question for the night here. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, and this is from um, this is from Eve nine one two. He asks about the uh, about the specificity of the tech here. Uh, will cutscenes and games outside the gameplay and actual environments? Uh, uh, actually, it feels like it was a. I'm going to break this down. So, first question is: Will cutscenes in games outside gameplay and actual environments in the games itself? Mm. What do you got? How do you guys feel? This was a great question when Halo first came out, because yes, at that point I would have agreed. The cutscenes are the best. Were the I mean, the gameplay was awesome of Halo, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the cutscenes were just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Movie Nowadays, quality. Days it's like Horizon cutscenes were pretty mediocre. Like I'd rather be playing the game. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I think completely it's because, agree with you. I think it's because technology changed overall. Uh, we got to we 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 got to a point where we we've gotten to a point in gaming now where like the cutscenes are done in game with the engine that you actually yeah. play the games on, and that's and that's great for the immersiveness because because you jump in and out of the cutscene and you don't realize that the game is playing or if the game has gone on autopilot at certain points and stuff like that. So uh, so. Yeah, back in the day when you know, like our bonus, like playing Final Fantasy VII and seeing the giant meteor come down and stuff like that, you know, you know that was that was like that was like a reward for playing through to a certain point in the game and stuff like that, you know. And nowadays, nowadays we have where like video games, video games. There's a reason why at one point video games were and still are com- considered, you know, uh, a competitor to Hollywood. Uh, it's because of the overall presentation and the value of the uh, of the actual experience now. Like it's immersive. Video games are now video games are now their own genre of literature in a certain in a certain degree. If not, you know, of course they're art form and stuff like that. Even the most questionable games are art forms. But but now it's like with the way technology is, like we've come to a point where we've come to a point where cutscenes in video games are are the video game. So there, so there's, there's no more like of this. There's no more like drawing the drawing the line in the sand for it because it's all part of the thing now. Uh, anybody else want to add on that before I go to the next part of this question? It's it's usually like really awkward when they go into a cutscene now, just because mm-hmm. it's just like it kind of takes you out of the game. It breaks I, it breaks the momentum of the game. Mm-hmm. There's very few games that like the cutscene actually wows me enough to like be okay with it. Like Arkham, I think Arkham Knight specifically their cutscenes were so amazing yep. and really made it it was different than the actual game my dream is them to actually just make a movie 
with that technology just make a you know a 3d animated movie but um other than that like yeah horizon like god of war like it was it was the cutscenes are cool but it would just be cool just to see that happen in game and honestly i'm hoping the ps5 the new new generation consoles actually play into that more but like what about like spider-man i think spider-man is a really cool example where they let you play in the cutscenes. where like it, it, it was granted it was like hey just pound uh square repeatedly or pound x repeatedly or do this do that that was such a cool thing and i like where yeah. that technology has come oh yeah oh yeah definitely uh there's something to be said about when like the 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 cutscene is interactive, yes, uh, because back 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 in those times, it used to be it used to be considered uh, quick time actions, technically. Yeah. Uh, but now, like the quick time actions are part of the cutscenes, which the cutscenes are part of the game now. So it's like, wow, we've got like this full immersiveness, and like we're just is 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 like it grabs us by the front of our shirt and says, like, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, Nelly. Oh, I was about to say. Uh, Back in the day with Final Fantasy X, they had pretty good cutscenes. Yes. And I wish that the gameplay was more like the cutscenes because we get like a whole movie with Final Fantasy X mm-hmm. cutscenes. And then we go back down to these little pixelated uh, graphics. Well, you got mm-hmm. what you want when Final Fantasy Thirteen came out. You got exactly what you wanted. Like even the, like even, even the, even the combat system, the game will play itself for you. You don't even have to press a button. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Thirteen so. was great. You know what? That's we not. have gone on this debate for like four weeks. Do we need to have just this all a time? Final Fantasy, a Final I, Fantasy. I need, rank him. Hey, you know what? I really need to know like what all y'all stances on all the Final Fantasy games. Just you know be, okay, I, let's just make about, a podcast episode of the I was Podcast. I was gonna say that. Oh, we could take it over. I was gonna say that when Final Fantasy 16 is getting dropped, we should do it. Like the like the like the the Final Fantasy Battle Royale game. And and you know what? Please leave Final Fantasy Tactics out of it. <laughs> oh, we, no, could no, no, no. we could do it. We could do it NCAA bracket style. Oh, oh yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, Austin, we could also bring uh, three bracketeers over. We could, we could, and I could just piss everybody off with the matchups. <laughs> actually, if you if you want to know, I, I could plug one of our shows in. We actually have a top ten final or top ten final fantasy. Well, what's what, what's the name it's, of that show? It's the uh, official top ten official podcast of official Why do top I let you list name official. Things? <laughs> you know, yeah. the party was getting ready to go. We're like, "Hey, Austin, we're going to do a show," and then he comes up with this. It's the official podcast of top ten official list officially it by Lamb Party. Official. Are you serious? That's the name of it. Yeah, no, 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 actually, no, no. it changes. It changes every time. It's oh, like, officially, officially, top officially, 10 officially. Of- it, it, it's it's listed as the official top ten official podcast on <laughs> on Spotify and everything like that. Yeah. But, but uh, when I introduce the show, it it changes every time. It changes every time. <laughs> but I had uh, okay. two good friends, I like it. Evan and Shane, and uh, uh, or I said Ellen or Dylan and Shane, and yeah, we listed the top ten Final Fantasies. So if you want to know, just watch that episode. All right, so. So the next part of the question is if if uh, if games are still at thirty frames per second and and dropping, how long will it take uh, to how long will it take to reach a steady sixty frames per second per game, and who will be the first studio to do it? Now 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and, and and address this question because because as the as the PC hardware guy, the the answer is this: uh, every game every game that comes out is capable of hitting 60 frames per second on any of the consoles on any of the consoles. Hell, Switch does it like like it's like it's no big deal. Um, but here's the thing about it: uh, every every game. Every game and every developer's scope of what they want to do with the game is based on the limitations of the hardware. And I say limitations because everybody everybody knows like the apex the apex of like a gaming experience typically is the PC, but you also have to spend the money for the PC. So throwing that out the window for a second, we've got we've got two systems coming out and they've got some hardcore stats to them. But at the same time, they all have this sandbox that they all have to play in. And I'm talking just generation to generation here. So when we these games are able to do 4K60 based off the specs of these systems right now. But the problem is, is that for the developers to be able to make these games as gorgeous and to play and to play as flawless as possible, one of the first things that takes the hit to keep the performance up is frames, uh, and that's why a lot of games get, get get capped at 30 frames per second and sometimes 24 frames per second. And that's the and that's the honest answer to that. So every studio that develops these games for the consoles, they can hit the 4K 60. But when you but when you add stuff in like ray tracing and things like that, something has to give for the gameplay experience to stay the same. This is probably why Control had a lot of issues, you know, across every platform, consoles and PC, because the developers are running on this high powered thing. But they still are bound by the limitations of the hardware they have to do, and also their testing environment is not the same as the testing as the other testing environment, which is the the world market that plays these games and stuff like that. Everything has to be static. This is kind of why it's kind of why people complain about this stuff a lot, and and it's a vicious cycle for the consoles because PS5 and Xbox Xbox Series X are coming out. These are these are monumental moves from the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, but at the same time, like they are, they are a new leap in hardware. But at the same time, they come with their own limitations. And eventually, eventually, two or three years into the life cycle of these current consoles, they're going to need to refresh because technology is still moving at a different pace. So to keep gameplay to keep gameplay from going stale for a lot of people, this is why we get updates to these to these consoles. And that's my that's my egghead techie answer for you guys on that. But yeah, the rest of the panel have at it. I got nothing. Because I, yeah. I think Laura just said everything I could. That maybe that maybe that's a preview for our our PC show whenever we whenever we get that up and running. Maybe. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I'm looking at some of the stuff in the in the uh, in the Twitch chat. Uh, let's see. Uh, frame rates will probably be swept under the rug most of the time that is true because you know here's here's something crazy when i talk to a lot i have a lot of friends like like i'm the pc gamer for my friends and and when i talk to a lot of my friends they're they're console gamers they honestly say they don't care about frames and i look at them like excuse me i'm like do you want i i you know like <laughs> I loved Gears. I loved Gears of War when it came out. I had a better experience playing on PC though than I did on 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 the Xbox because of the simple fact that it felt like Phoenix was like running through mud with molasses in his boots. 
and uh, and it was just one of those. It was just one of those things. Now, I'm not saying that the PC experience made it better, but I mean, because PC experience barely got it up to 60 frames, but it felt a little. It felt a little bit smoother and stuff like that. But you know, like frames, like frames are a big deal for me. And, and you know, that's that's one of the things. Like I like. I like feeling like it's moving realistically versus, you know, like I'm I've been I'm running underwater, stuff like that. So that's just my thing. Um but um but you know it's a good it's a good uh it's a good uh comment that they made on the Twitch chat because yeah, frames will get swept under the rug because at the end of the day, everybody wants to just play the games and enjoy the experience. Like, you know, a lot of people don't get the same experience or that one from one player to the next. Like I like frames. Some people like the high glitzy graphics. You know, and that's what ray tracing is going to offer. Some people, some people, uh, I think everybody absolutely detests load times, and those NVM, NVMe uh, SSDs are going to are going to make that a thing of the past. Like we're not going to think about that as much anymore. Some people care about 360 audio. So if you, when you get the choice in between the games of like, uh, well, I, I forget the exact terms, but like if you pick graphics or if you pick frame rate. Usually games give you that option now. What what option do you usually go with? You rather I'm, play better or look better? I'm a mixture of both. If I can kind of get both at the same time, this is kind of why I don't always play all my games on ultra settings. Uh, if I'm trying to impress somebody, yeah, I'll play on ultra settings. But I typically try to get a, get a bit of both. So, for example, like um, like okay, so for all the games that can run 4K 4K 60. But they may have the cap, you know, of, of 30 frames based on, you know, based on how like the game, the game is developed and how it's going to play out and stuff like that. If I can get the best experience possible, but maybe have to suffer, you know, through the lower frames, I'm I'm OK with it. But, you know, it's all about having the choice. I'd rather have the choice of playing it the best way as possible. And, and, but I get it, though. Like, not everybody has that choice. You know, I understand. Frame, frame versus resolution. That's what I was trying to think of. Someone oh, said frame, in the chat. Ver- frame versus resolution. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think I frames. think like God of War asked you at the beginning of the game, do you would you, which way which would you prefer? I think a lot, a lot of games. But I think God of War was the last game I played where they asked you that. And to me, it's always frames. I yeah, I would frames. rather the game be smooth than For real. Really look good, but doesn't move right. And that yeah. that that that. that that to me takes me out of the game aspect of it, and in all, in like you said, places. if I want to impress someone, put it on Ultra HD, sure, you know, exactly. cool. But other than that, I if I'm playing it, I just want the game to work. I want the game yeah. to run perfectly, be smooth. Yeah, in all seriousness, is why I couldn't go back to playing Monster Hunter Monster Hunter World on PS4 after I started playing the PC because uh, my friends had me jump on it for for a little while just to help them out with some stuff, and I was like, man, this is this is like you guys putting me you know on the rack and just like trying to peel me apart <laughs> yeah uh yeah i i can't go back to the console experience of monster hunter you know it's just it is, it is what it is i'll play the switch versions when they come out though but you know it is what it is oh i can't wait for monster rise switch. rise yes <laughs> i haven't i haven't picked up my switch in a long time but monster hunter will get me to pick it up for sure Yep. Uh, so yeah, man, boy, Twitch chat, Twitch chat is 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 ablaze tonight. I love it. Like you guys, you guys are great out there. I appreciate I appreciate the interaction you guys are doing tonight. Um, okay, so um, I guess it's time to wrap things up. Uh, we we had a pretty good show. I thought we were going to be like, based off the topics when we planned all this stuff, I thought we were going to be on for more than two hours. 
but we're mm-hmm. we're 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 right we're right there. All right, so to be uh, fair, so we it, did a we did a two hour show complaining about how we couldn't pre order the Xbox yet on Arsenal X. Our whole show was about <laughs> freaking out about pre ordering the damn box. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is way to stay on top topic. Hey, it wasn't topic. Okay, I saw Logan with the Kleenex is now. I was like, oh no, 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 no! Please don't, please don't. It, it was something else. Though. He ran. He ran out. Though. He ran out of lotion, so he has to use his tears <laughs> later. So basically, I need to buy stock. I need to buy stocking Johnson and Johnson this week, right? Yep. Or Jurgens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate everyone and everything. Oh come on, man! You started this. Uh, I know, I know, I know. That's good. That's good. I Collect know. those tears, Logan. You're gonna need them later. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, so here's a wrap up, and uh, basically, at, at, at least, at least, at least, Sony didn't come out and say, "Hey, we're not gonna be like Xbox. We're gonna give you a great pre-order and then fail miserably." Yes, I had zero <laughs> issues pre-ordering my Xbox on Amazon today. So <laughs> you were one of the lucky few. I know. To be fair, it was a nightmare on Target, though. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my first nightmare with the PS4, but you know, PS5. I'm sorry, but anyway, you know. All right, so uh, it's time to wrap things up. What's everybody been? What's everybody been up to this week? Well, what have they been doing with their lives? What have they been playing? Uh, we uh, we always start with you, Nelly. So do your thing. Tell us what's up. Uh, homework. <laughs> uh, and Tomb Raider. Uh, that's all I'm doing. Okay. All right, uh, Austin. How about you? I've been playing a lot of Madden. I just <laughs> football season's here, so that's all I really think about at these times. Uh, I wanted, I need to get back into the games. Uh, but around this time, this is usually where I just get like I just start watching football, and then I'll start watching movies instead. But uh, I want to try to get back in the games. I I tried uh, Deus Ex Machina or Deus, yeah. That I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't do it. It's not my. T- Once I learned it was a stealth game, I was like, "Oh, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, mm. I can't do stealth. Ah. I need uh, full paced action. I can't. I can't. I can't do it." So, um, but yeah, I'm excited. I played Battletoads. Uh, beat that game. It was. Uh, it was fun. Uh, it's easier than the uh, old one, at least from what I can I was, remember. Because <laughs> I was just about to. Ask, I was just about to ask you, did you crush your hopes and dreams? Well, I mean, I uh, I played it when I was a kid, the old Battletoads, but I could never beat it. And me and my brother would just beat each other on the jet skis with, them, with sticks. <laughs> and that was that was the part we would always try to get to. But uh, I did play the new Battletoads, and it was fine. Uh, it was a little corny, <laughs> to, to say the least, but mm-hmm. it was it was a fun enough game that I enjoyed my time. All right, Logan. Um, so I got a bone to pick with you and Ed. Two weeks ago on the Boss Rush podcast, we talked about a little game called Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> and I have been playing I... nothing but Retro Bowl. <laughs> you um, know what? I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've been playing it too. <laughs> um, I have gotten through now four seasons in the last two weeks. Uh, I've taken... I, I, I didn't make it to the Retro Bowl, or their, their version of the Super Bowl, in one of the seasons. And that's because I was playing with Houston, which is weird. But yeah, um, <laughs> I cannot stop playing. Ed is laughing as hardcore right now in the chat. 
<laughs> I, I blame you fully for that. Um, and then, of course, I beat Avengers. I've been playing Tony Hawk. And then um, I am doing another playthrough. I'm starting it. I think Friday is kind of my goal. I'm going to be doing another run through of all of the Uncharted games. I'm going to be playing through the Uncharted uh, collection nice. and playing all through. All through nice. Nice. Yep. Uh, and realize that uh, three's better than two. Piece of shit. Didn't we, oh, didn't we have to like we separate to you guys last again? week? Didn't we? Didn't we have to separate you guys last week, Nelly? I remember separating these guys last week because of this, right? <laughs> I think we did. I don't remember. I don't really remember. Okay. So th- this past summer on Land Party, we did top 100 video games of all time, and Uncharted Two is a much better game than Uncharted Three. Yeah, I have a question, and this I, I don't know why I don't know why you say that when Uncharted Two didn't make my list, but Uncharted Three did. So oh, I, I don't, yeah. this, your list is um, where hopes and dreams go to die. It was oh, like, snap. yeah, it, it was. Never mind. Oh, can I make a political joke? Sorry, it's like Trump's list of nominees for Supreme Court. It's just garbage. <laughs> 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 you're gonna find out you're gonna find out when you replay through all of them i swear to god this is the out. mitt romney of pigs like I'm trying oh, to oh, my god. oh my god here's what i will say about uncharted 2 versus uncharted 3 i loved uncharted uncharted 2 scores higher in my opinion than uncharted 3 does uncharted 3 has his good points uh like i love the story for uncharted 3 but ultimately if i'm gonna if i'm gonna replay if, if, you, if you threw the two games in front of me i'm gonna replay uncharted 2 but and it's it's that train battle scene, right? And two that is so yeah. freaking good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Austin, okay. what do you, you wait, can, wait, you wait? Can, you can stay in the 1920s and ride your trains. I'm gonna be doing cool fight scenes in planes. I'm living in the oh, 21st mean, century. Thank you. Oh, you mean having a, the ultimate knife fight at the end of Uncharted Three? You, you, <laughs> you live in Oklahoma. You're stuck in the 1920s. I mean, <laughs> hey, we have a McDonald's. It's okay, 1925. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, I I watched the documentary. It's <laughs> yeah, it's there. We we have hey, hey, we have tractors now. <laughs> Corey, you were kind of shadowing us tonight. Did you want to add? Did you want to add to what you were doing this week and what you were playing? <laughs> uh, what what was I playing? I don't even. You just playing on your Switch? No, I I I mean I played a lot of Tetris. I played a lot of Tetris. Uh. But I haven't really been playing a lot of games recently. Like I play, I've been playing the Avengers, but I mean it's fun to play for like 15 minutes until it crashes, and then you have to you know restart it. Played some Tony Hawk, uh, you know, just stuff like that. I haven't really done anything new because I mean, if you're watching on the Twitch chat, you've noticed that there's a new look to Crossroads as well as you know all of our other shows. So. That was kind of my project for the week. Was uh, I wanted to get give us a little refresh, you know? You know, I, I, I like to do that from time to time. And the refresh is looking gorgeous. Uh, by the way, Twitter consensus and group consensus, uh, Crossroads background and uh, podcast image is everyone's favorite by far. Oh, we're the best. <laughs> We're the best. Best podcast. Best group of people. I mean, is there anything we can't do? You're welcome. Notice notice Corey can't stay away from us. Best (laughs) animated intro. 
Corey's the best boss. I just, I just work here. I don't, I don't know. I tried. I, you know, All sometimes, right, well, sometimes you just get into those modes where you just like, man, games just like, I don't feel like playing anything. Plus, like, I've been thinking a lot. I've been thinking a lot about these new consoles, and I'm like, I kind of want to wait to play the games I want to play on these things. You know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Destiny's kind of at a standstill, and I'm like, I don't know if I need to play it until the Series X comes out. You know, unless right. one of my friends messages me uh, to play Avengers, I'm sure will run a thousand times better on that thing. Uh, you know, so I've just been playing smaller games. Uh, oh, I have been playing the Super Mario 3D All Stars Collection. Oh, nice. But, uh, you know, it's it's good. I mean, it's 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 those games, again, just, you know, clean. Hmm. Yep. As far as I, as far as I've been, I've been I've been extremely butthurt the last week because of because of my woes and troubles with getting a PS5 and a, and a, and a 30 and a 3080 card. So uh, so. Look what look what's been getting some love. Like the Nintendo Switch has been getting some love from me this uh, past Catherine. week. You know, Catherine's yeah, a great so, game. Yes. Oh, oh, I ran, I ran, the, I ran the Best Buy trying to see if I could snatch up a, a thirty eighty that may have been on the shelf, and uh, and and when my hopes and dreams got dashed over there, I was like, well, let me walk, let me walk around see if there's anything in the game section, and uh, and I saw Catherine. Catherine's on sale for uh, for forty bucks, so it was twenty dollars off that week, but. I had ten dollars worth of Best Buy vouchers, so I got the game for half off, essentially. And uh, nice. and somebody and somebody and somebody felt sorry for me and blessed me with a copy of the Mario 3D Collection. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I, so I had I had a guardian angel this last week. Uh, but beyond that, I've also been I've also finally gotten back on the Mass Effect because um, my YouTube channel I'm supposed to be doing like this Mass Effect replay, you know, in 4K. You know, I'm doing it before the remaster comes out. That that's also should be a, a section of rumor control. <laughs> um, by the way, yeah. I- when you said somebody bless you with that copy of Mario 3D All Stars, I could just feel Ed's head inflating. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to say his name on. on he's in the screen. chat. He knows. He I knows. Know he's he's cha- like, I know he's in the chat. I know he's in the chat. better mention my name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He knows. All right. All right, well, but that's uh, but uh, but that's been our time. Shade, I love it. <laughs> that's that's our time. Uh, but uh, but check it out. You know, uh, you guys are great. Thanks for joining us tonight here on the stream. Um, before you go, just just head over to bossforcegames.com and check us out. We have a we have a serious lineup of different uh, a different uh, different podcasts and shows for you to check out like that. Um, like let's like like uh, Nelly, what's one of your favorite shows that, that's not Crossroads? Not crossroads, crossroads, of course. Okay, okay. She's she's gonna she's gonna buy it. She's gonna buy it. Logan, what's one of your favorite shows? Is not crossroads. Low key, I've been listening to Tower Casuals because I'm not a huge Destiny player, but like I picked it back up because of that show. Uh, Austin, I know you're new here. Have you had a chance to check us out and, um, and yeah, check us? Uh, I do like Arsenal X because I need a Xbox show. Because uh, I already, I already, I mean, I guess I'm on a PlayStation show now. So I shouldn't say that I already had a PlayStation show that I listened to, but now I have an Xbox show to listen to. Uh, and yeah, I would say that uh, that's probably I is is it Pow Block? No, yeah, yeah that's one? oh yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's, that's, boss man. I need that's to, boss man's favorite. <laughs> I need I need to check that out because uh, 
I, I will. I love Nintendo. Nintendo's like uh, Nintendo's like an ex-girlfriend, though. You know, <laughs> like I had a really good relationship with her, and now I really don't talk to her at all, and uh, it's kind of awkward every well, time did I we, do. Did we, did we date the same girl? I, I feel like we did. <laughs> are you Are you guys stalking her on Instagram? Is that what's happening? Hey, maybe. I mean, yeah. Every, I I check the Austin. IGN every once in a while and see Mario jumping and. Uh, Maybe I might have. I I might have. I might have uh, told her in DMs that 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 outfit she was wearing didn't look good. Ooh. I've seen the uh, Luigi with titties picture. That, oh that, that God! Really <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Oh no! no uh, there was a great episode of like three weeks ago where Nick or where sorry Ed runs through every independent game he's ever played. I should just make a shirt that just set, that has the title of every single game he lists, and like, and then it goes on to the back. And Austin, I'm gonna make you wear that shirt Austin, next week. Austin, not only did he list every single game, he listed in alphabetical order. Oh. <laughs> did he have that list prepared, or did he have like his library on every game? He was. He was him and the rest of the panel were supposed to give anywhere from three to five games that <laughs> indie games that were that were like their 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 recommendations for the audience. And man, uh, he uh, he recommended the entire eShop. <laughs> <laughs> he just went to the eShop and was like, "Hey, what's on sale this week?" <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he does. He plays. He's he's probably played well, he all those games he listed. Like this, he he's a machine, man. I gotta tell you, like, as much as like we we mess with him a lot, you know, he he's probably played ninety nine point nine percent of the games he's listed on that show, and he we, has we an, poke fun. Dude, he we has. Poke fun at Ed. <laughs> look, we only poke fun at Ed because we love him. He's the yeah, es- exactly. eccentric, like passionate you know, heart of this team and that's that's why we poke at him, you know? We just like to poke. I love it. Poke. <laughs> yeah, um poke yeah. With feet. Uh, by the way, by the way, Corey and Ed both host the uh, Nintendo Pal Block uh, podcast. Uh, Ed, that's one of that is the OG podcast for uh, for Boss Rush Games. But uh, but also it has the it has I, I I dare say it has like the most personality besides the Crossroads podcast. I dare say that um, one of my uh, one of my favorite podcasts is not does not Crossroads on here though is uh, the book club the video game book club. I love it. Uh, the 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 two that I've seen have been great. It's the Tomb Raider one and uh, what was the what was the one after Tomb Raider? We I can't. We've done. Let's see, video game book. We did Control. We did Tomb Raider, and then the last one was uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, yes, which is actually turning into its own once a month show called Walk the Talk, where Celeste, Ed, and uh, <laughs> our friend, our friends over at uh, Retrovaniacs. Uh, are they, they're going to review a walking simulator once a month? So and, and the, the uh, and the upcoming book club is um is Mass Effect the yeah. original Mass Effect game. Yeah, yeah. I love That's Mass what Effect. I was thinking Mass game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'll be part. I'll be part of that one. All yeah. right. So. So, uh, so just just head over to bossforcegames.com, Take a look at the take a look at the schedule and plan out some stuff to check out or listen to. Uh, we we love you and appreciate you for that. Uh, before we go, does everybody just where can you find yourselves at uh, Nelly? You can find me on Twitter at Planet Nelly. Nelly is spelled N 
three L L I E and Twitch Bratface underscore eighty seven. All right, awesome. You can find me on Twitter at PlayStaustin. It's basically PlayStation, except Asian is Austin. You can also add me on PlayStation because I'm always looking for more friends to play with. Uh, Instagram, but I'll never use it. I use it once every twelve months. It's like a it's like a thing. So. <laughs> And it's usually the worst picture possible. It's the worst picture you can think of <laughs> most of the time. Uh, Logan, where can we find you at? Uh, Logan Quirkins on Twitter and then Catch Land Party. Uh, hey, Austin's Wrestling Pick of the Week is back this week on Saturday on a brand new episode of Rope Talk. So check it out. Yeah. All right. I going to tell you, I am. Uh, if you bet WWE, I am 100% correct all the time. So Wow. All the time. I have never wow. gotten one WWE fight wrong. You've never gotten one right, I think, is the correct term. <laughs> I'm... Man, I, I, I swear. I, Austin's actually, Austin's I know. going to catch you on the street. No, you, 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 I actually you, you, know you, that's not true. I think you got, I think you got a WrestleMania pick right. I think we, we, we haven't said this segment. We haven't done this segment like most of the summer. Uh, and yeah, we're bringing it back, and I cannot listen, wait. I, listen, you understand that I'm always picking the right ones, but every once in a while, I like to tell Vince McMahon myself, be like, hey, man, just so I don't look like a total genius, fix this match for me real quick. <laughs> me and Vince are like that. Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and, uh, a lot of other things that we do here. I'm there, probably. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And, of, and, and of course, you can find me at EXODUS803XS803 on various social medias as well as my Twitch channel. And uh, and and some of you lucky people actually got got a, got a link to my YouTube channel uh, last week. So, uh, so yeah, that's where you can find me at. That, this has been a great night for you guys, for us as well. Um, hope you guys stay safe out there. I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my outro like I usually do. Uh, wear a mask, wash your hands, be nice to everybody, and uh, that's our show for tonight. Everyone, have a good night.